hey everybody, we are uh, here, it's Brian with Mary and Cheryl. We're all ministers here at the church, hopefully you know us, but if not, it's good to see you this morning or whenever you're listening to this or watching this. And we always start out with our uh, sponsor of the week, and today we wanted to highlight um, Sugar Creek Lodge. I was really wishing that we brought some of their coffee with us because we got to enjoy it. It was so good. Um, So yesterday the staff... Every spring we like to take a retreat day just for like some vision casting and prayer time together. And um, yesterday was a really good day and we were hosted by some uh, new attendees to our church, Mark and Deb uh, Strid. I think that's how, I've never asked Mm -hmm. them how to pronounce their last name. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, And uh, they are, you can see why they're in the hospitality ministry because sell uh, it. Yeah. Yes. And they've their career has kind of been in hospitality as well. And so maybe one of these days we'll get to just bring them in and highlight them here on the podcast. I think they'd be great people to invite. But we wanted to say thank you to them. I think that they watch our stuff. Before they started attending here, they told us they used to watch services online. And so they're probably watching this and we want to say thank you. I don't know if either of you have a Anything to say about that, our retreat yesterday or anything? It, first of all, it was a perfect day. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was sunny. Um, it, it, was a, it was a great setup for both gathering as a group and talking together and being together. It was also perfectly set up for splitting off to have our individual prayer time um, and feel like you were private and you know you could speak to God even out loud without somebody else um, intruding. Um, and they were the perfect hosts. They were um, there when we needed them, and not there when we didn't. And it was yeah. it was like magic. They appeared, and <laughs> took care of things, and um, it was the old Timberlake Golf Course that yeah. they have purchased and redone and remodeled, and um, are turning into. Um, a retreat spot and um, it it was a beautiful day it was a beautiful day together to be together as a team just talking and and reconnecting and sometimes our lives are going in so many different directions it's great to just stop and say hey wait who are we to each other and who are we to the church and Mm -hmm. and what do we do well and what do we need to work on so yeah well yeah, like I say, I really hope we can highlight them. Maybe we could even do an on-location uh, someday out there. But it was really surprising to me. I knew I'd seen a few pictures. Um, Mark had talked to – actually, both of them were at Rotary one time. But it was like three years ago. Yeah. So there's been a ton of work done out there. And I was like, man, this is a top-notch Christian retreat center. Yes. Yes. Comparable to probably about anything, anywhere we've been, to be yeah. honest. So – and it's right here outside of Moberly, a couple, three miles outside of Moberly. So it's really cool. Um, so last week, uh, the reason I'm hosting today is I preached, and that's kind of the way we're doing this because we do our weekly recap. And Sunday, I just took took us through a quick survey of the, the three chairs of our story and how they align with the three circles of the gospel. And um, I'm not going to rehash all that here, but just to say... It was a reminder to me, as well as all of us, we need to be ready with something we've memorized and have um, practiced. Uh, Not that it's like recited as a um, ritualistic kind of thing or whatever, but that it's comfortable to us. 
and we can share it at a moment's notice when someone needs it. Because like the story I was sharing, usually you don't anticipate the way God's working. Like it usually just comes out of nowhere. And if you don't like own your faith, you're not prepared for that to happen. So I think sometimes too, just practicing it makes it clear in your mind and you start thinking about how it comes across to somebody else and it helps you um, refine it and make it more concise mm-hmm. and more understandable. Yeah. Absolutely. You mentioned, you know, doing it in under, I think it was three minutes. And so the more you practice it, the mm-hmm. easier it becomes to, to share that story and even more naturally. Yeah. And I mean, I, I practice my sermons out loud multiple times uh, for that reason. Like if I'm going to own that or like say having command of what you're teaching I have to not everybody has to do that but I have to I know Daniel does that we hear him sometimes Mm -hmm. practicing snippets of his sermon uh, with (laughs) the door open we kind of already know what the sermon is but that he does some of the same thing to make sure it's going to come out the right way and that's what you're doing when you practice your story is just getting comfortable with it and um, so that was kind of a uh, survey and if you didn't we always post everything online as we say every week so if you weren't here feel free to go back and um, download the the bulletin for last week because if you haven't done that it's kind of a fill in the blank of the three circles and chairs and you can do that at any time so that's our recap um, our top three we want to get into those for this week and um, this week was kind of hard to pick because I had more than three, but we I narrowed <laughs> it down to three, and I was just hoping everybody agreed with what the top three are. The number one I put on there, uh, partly because Mary was going to be on here today, and partly because we haven't announced this, to my knowledge, anywhere. So talk about your uh, Israel trip meeting. We only announced it on the podcast here when Walt and I were here together. But um, Walt and I are leading a trip to Israel um, at the end of December this year into January of the next year. And if that was something that has piqued your interest or in the past you've thought, I would like to do that, we are going to have an informational meeting um, this coming Sunday, April 23rd, after each service in room 206. It will have to be pretty prompt because I have to get to my next (laughs) kid's responsibility. But if you just want to, if you have questions, if you want to know information, um, we'd love to have you there to answer questions. Walt will be our guide while we're in Israel. And we've kind of planned it for um, the mature person. So there's a few less things that we're trying to do each day and more time to be there and enjoy them and to soak it in. And so we would love to have you join us on our trip. There's brochures um, on the front welcome kiosk and more right outside my office if you're at the church looking for one. But we'd love to have you join us this Sunday, April 23rd, like 1020 to 1040. And then after the second service for about 20 minutes again, just to ask questions and get more details. Okay, so hopefully several of you watching this are gonna think over going on that trip. I know someday, I've told Mary this isn't the time in my life that's gonna work, but Someday I want to, and and someday it'll happen. Um, second announcement is about Yao, and uh, I love camp, and the camp season is, I mean, it'll be here before we know it. We have a little time, but Mary's also going to talk about uh, Yao and that work day. 
So YOW um, stands for Youth Orientation Weekend. And so kids that have been to church camp at White Oak Christian Camp right here in Moberly, and um, they're over 12 and they're a Christian and they want to be on staff for a particular camp session, um, they are um, asked to come to this training. And it's really a time of um, devotion, of work, getting camp ready, but also talking about what does it mean to be a teenager who's leading, <laughs> you know, um, and what is involved in that and what are the attitudes and the the ways of <clears throat> talking to kids and motivating kids that is helpful and um, so we ask any teenager that wants to be a part of that to come to Yao and that's April 28th and 29th this year and there are um, applications on the website um, www.whiteoakchristian.org and um, you just click on the form and download it, or there's some in our lobby brochure rack right outside the office door. And um, those need to be turned in to me. You can just leave them outside my um, office, or you can put them through the gold slot on the welcome kiosk. And it's just a Friday night, Saturday, and they get a chance to work with other teenagers and meet some of the adults that are involved in camp. And those adults will kind of give them tips and then also give the deans ideas of how well they did at following instructions and their attitude and their mm -hmm. work ethic and all kinds of things like that so that the deans can choose the best possible teenagers to help with their um, camp session. Okay. So that's Yao and it's coming right up. And the uh, Mental Wellness Connect, uh, Cheryl is here to kind of highlight our counseling ministry today, but she's uh, most involved of any of us in this event. So you talk about that's coming up uh, the next Saturday, yeah, not this one. April 29th, uh, Mental Wellness Connect. This is our third year to offer this event, and it just brings awareness to mental health and um, the different service providers that are in our area. We've invited them. Um, this year we partnered with uh, Caring Community Partnerships and Lighthouse Counseling um, and Elliot so that we can also offer some um, information about suicide and particularly have a, a prayer vigil for suicide and suicide awareness and, mm. and individuals that struggle with that. Um, so the event itself uh, is going to be busy. It's from 11 to 2 on April 29th and it's here at the church. We are going to have just a um, a fun time of activities and getting to meet the service providers in our area. We actually are going to have an ambulance here and a fire truck here. So it's a kind of a fun event for families to bring their kids and be able to meet some of those individuals that are first responders. We're going to have Sam Dawkins and her family is going to do face painting. Okay. Um, we have a few students from the college that are going to come over and offer popcorn and cotton candy. And that, that particular part of the event is going to be from 11 to noon. At noon, we are going to have a few individuals speak from their lived experience with suicide. Mary Jo Colley is going to share um, just her experience of, of walking with family members who have completed suicide or died by suicide. And then Myrna Whitley is a survivor and she's going to share her story as well. And she works with Family Services. So we're really excited to have these two ladies share from their lived experiences. Um, we will have a few uh, ministers here from area churches to offer uh, devotional and lead us through that prayer time. 
And then at one o'clock, if you're sticking around for the entire event or you would like a free lunch and learn some more about uh, suicide, we are going to have um, a free lunch provided at one o'clock for those that register. And Ann uh, Elliot with Lighthouse Counseling is going to walk us through conversations for safer suicide safer homes and just bring some information to us and how we can better prepare ourselves for working with individuals who have suicidal thoughts. Okay. So we're really looking forward to that. In order to, uh, like I said, in order to get that lunch provided, we wanna make sure we have enough for everybody. We have some sponsors that have paid for those lunches, but you just need to register. Mm -hmm. We have the event online on the Church Center app, and then if you go to our Facebook page, there's a place to register for that, that as well. The event itself, you don't have to register for. Come join us. Um, and then if you're wanting that lunch, just register. Yeah. Okay, so those are our top three, the Israel Trip meeting this week, and then Yao Camp Workday and Mental Wellness Connect all on one weekend, <laughs> as usually happens, but that's just the way it is, especially during these peak times of year. We're trying to squeeze things in before summer Close stuff out. starts. Yeah. So, um, okay, so our spotlight today really is uh, Cheryl and the counseling ministry. Uh, we think that people know what services we offer, and yet we talk to people all the time that have no clue what services are offered through Timberlake Counseling. And so I thought it would be good to just, you know, real briefly touch on that today. And the first thing is, I don't remember how long. Timberlake Counseling has been going on. When did we start that? 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's been a few years yeah. <laughs> and started out as just ministerial counseling, pastoral care. Yeah. Um, and as I moved along and, and received my licensure and we brought Bethany Weibert on as a licensed provider, mm -hmm. um, we've moved into therapy and offering those services. Yeah. So what do you, I know, uh, we didn't talk about what we wanted to even include in this segment ahead of time. But one thing that I would like you to say from your perspective is just what's the purpose of a church uh, hosting or in, housing a counseling ministry in-house? Because uh, there's different ways of doing counseling ministries. And at least uh, during this phase of this ministry, it's been something that we do out of this building. And uh, what are the benefits of that that you see? Well, we, we all know mental health continues to rise, the needs of it and addressing it. Um, but one of those spaces is recognizing our spiritual health can be impacted if we're struggling mentally and emotionally. And so being able to, to recognize the mental illnesses or just struggles, sometimes it's, it's not an illness, but you know, there's just some struggles of transitions or um, anxieties or maybe a little bit of depression that's showing up that's very temporary for individuals but it, it creates a barrier for them to continue to grow spiritually as well so I think that there's an aspect of being able to connect those and I think the beautiful thing about psychology um, many times there's that space where we want to make it science very separate from what happens in our Christian um, understanding and as as we continue to uncover processes that are happening in science and psychology we can go to scripture and see how God has already spoke to these things at such deep levels so there's a space to be able to connect 
mm -hmm. um, our spiritual well-being with our mental well-being. And I'm mm -hmm. so grateful that we can offer that here as we address the needs of individuals. Yeah. Well, and of course, um, it goes unsaid sometimes within the office, but um, yesterday we were kind of sharing, you know, positives of each ministry spot and things. And one of them is certainly having a place to refer um, people who go beyond what I or Daniel or Mary or whoever really that's mentoring somebody or um, doing a certain level of counseling with somebody. Ministerial counseling, especially for me, has a limit of what I can really help somebody through. And, um, so having somebody to refer to it is awesome. And of course, there's sometimes we refer outside of this building to mm -hmm. Cheryl sometimes even refers people to somebody with a different specialty or whatever. But um, it's nice to be able to have for a lot of the issues that we do encounter um, Cheryl and Bethany at, right here in the building different days of the week to be able to refer to. Um, I, I think it'd be good for people to hear like what what are the areas that you um, maybe excel in, either you or Bethany, like uh, what are the primary, I don't know the right word, but types of clients or mm -hmm. types of issues that you address? Oh, that's a great question. Both of us work with individuals one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we also work with families and we work with couples. So there's kind of a variety there that we can, can help individuals with. Um, I tend to, as I've noticed my client load and just kind of look at who do I tend to, to help or come to me more often, it seems like there's a lot of teenagers that I serve. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's become an area that I've worked on um, and, and individuals that I've worked with. Um, I, I think we tend to look at, as I mentioned, anxiety and depression seems to be the top two, and, and statistically, mm -hmm. that's what we see as well. Um, but we also look at the approach of um, how do individuals need help, so both Bethany and I um, utilize the processes of cognitive behavioral therapy, and that's very much supported by scripture. But we also both very much say some of this comes from the past. And so we work with individuals with past traumas, uh, past, past experiences that are maybe leading to the situations that they're currently experiencing now. Um, so both of us look at, at the past and the present to help individuals navigate towards the future and, and helping um, them set the goals. Where do, where do you want to go from here? And so then we work through those necessary situations to be able to get them on the path that they desire. Yeah. Well, I know I just appreciate our counseling ministries uh, yesterday. I know you used the word wholeness, uh, their approach of talking about wholeness and um, that the that your your physical health, your mental health, your um, spiritual health are often intertwined, not in every way. But but um, in other words, uh, I'm not a person that says, you know, all all sin leads to some kind of uh, mental health or, or that it, it has to be one or the other um, I didn't say that very well but you know there's people that argue uh, I think extreme positions on those things like oh we, we should never have a counseling ministry could always goes back to some heart issue in no way is this a church that thinks um, that we should separate all these things and and I think when this ministry was put in place um, that was a conviction Doug had and so that was one of the reasons that Cheryl was encouraged to come on board at the very beginning 
is one, a lot of people were coming to him for issues that either he didn't have time or qualification to really address the way he wanted, but then we wanted to maybe destigmatize uh, mental health therapy and all that. And that's another thing I like about having it here. Um, there's one lady that was talking to me in the lobby about that, that she left a church. Of course, we don't like stealing people from other churches. That's not our purpose at all. But she did leave a church because they basically didn't even recognize mental health. And she had some issues in her life going on. And, and we never want to do that. I know I've had to work through mental health issues. I know last year during my sabbatical, there was a guy out in uh, South Dakota that we did some uh, therapy that I didn't even anticipate. And it was very good for me, you know. And he was very skilled, as I'm sure Cheryl is, at digging into things that, well, you see this, but here's the 10 steps before that, what got you to this spot. And and you don't even realize how you need that sometimes. So, um, anything else on that? I, I don't think so. You can go to our, go to the website and click on counseling if you wanna read a little bit more about myself and Bethany. Um, and some of the services that we provide and um, the certifications that we have to offer. Let's thank you. Yeah, sure. And thank you for what you do here. I know that I don't always say that, and um, we do appreciate it so much. I think it's kind of funny that um, some of the stuff we were talking about intertwines with what I was going to just leave everyone with for the blessing today because um, I just have had and I was yesterday in our retreat we were supposed to share a little thing we prepared and we didn't get to it and this is part of that we're going to share them at some point but just what's God been speaking to you is what it was supposed to be about and um, you know Daniel and I planned way too much once again for the (laughs) retreat which we do every time and didn't get to it all but this was mine is that the hardships ups and downs of like life teach us reliance and um, We've been in a season, and there's not been any like huge, dramatic things happen. Probably the um, situation with the foster baby going home has been the biggest one, and there's been grief and things there that we've had to work through. But um, we've just had like house problems and car problems, and every I, I said every time we have a positive, there's at least been two <laughs> negative things, sometimes the exact same day that happen, and that affects my mental health. I don't always want to admit it, but like anxiety builds. Um, this morning I woke, there was something going on I won't get into last night, but my anxiety was high and I never wake up early on my own. I always have to have an alarm. I'm not a morning person. And I woke up at like 10 till five and couldn't sleep. It's like all these are mental health things. And and I've, I said yesterday in the blurb I was supposed to read for everybody, that I get self-sufficient. I think God uses these things, which aren't monumental, earth-shaking things, but they pile up and they bug me because I like to control things. Like, I really do. I plan well, I prepare, I save money, and then it's like everything recently that I did that for has not been panning out perfect. Usually it all gets smoothed over, but it's just there's been a lot of barriers, I guess. And I was reading this verse, Jeremiah chapter 17 thus says the Lord cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength whose heart turns away from the Lord he's like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come he shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land 
But then, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And so I think God's been teaching me, yeah, I want you to prepare and be responsible in all this, but you still have to rely on me. And I don't know that, I'm not saying God's purposefully causing these things to happen, but he's using it in that way. So if you're in a season of drought or in the time of testing or your car keeps breaking down or whatever it is, um, just keep connected to Jesus, the water of life, because I, I looked and I was eight days behind on my Bible reading and stuff because I let these things consume me and then I don't sleep as much or don't go to bed on time or whatever. And like the first thing I got up this morning and read spoke to my situation. <laughs> it calmed me down. I'm like, one way or another, these thousands of dollars will all pan out and it'll be okay. Don't fear when you feel like you've been put through the fire. And I know a lot of our people feel that for different reasons. But God will bring you uh, through to the other side. And, and what I think in light of what we talked about Sunday is in the end, you'll bear more fruit and you'll be better for that. You'll be a bit... I said another thing positive about this is we have people in our church who struggle with these things all the time. And sometimes I'd look and I'm like, oh, they didn't prepare well or they didn't do this or that. And that's not always the case. Sometimes yeah, right. people are just going through a drought season uh, or a, a testing season. And it, it, it's helped me empathize and see how, yeah, their attitude this day being off or whatever it is, sometimes they have very good reason because I've been in that spot the last few weeks. So... I think the benefit to those hard times too, though, is spoken from the voice of someone older than both of you, is that you see how God has provided in the past in difficult times when you felt over your head and it was too hard and there was no way forward. And God stepped up, made a way, he was there the whole time, and the next time it comes around, you can look back and go, okay, I don't see a way through this time but I know in the past God has been faithful and God has provided and God has been my protection and he will again and I am so grateful for longevity in being able to look back and say okay I've learned this lesson before I need a refresher course <laughs> but he has proved himself faithful and he will again mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for that ability to look back and remember and say okay it's hard it's very hard but he will step up mm -hmm. he has he will so that's our blessing to you this week because you may be going through that you may know someone going through that and maybe you can share that or just take that to heart today so thanks for being with us and we'll either see you sunday or next week here on the podcast mm -hmm.